Hi. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> Can we just pretend like we just didn't re- record an episode? Yeah, this isn't awkward at all. No, not at all. Nope. It's just a little, a little strange, right? Not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, I'm Kristen. I'm Brittany. And this is All Things Strange. Where we talk about anything and everything strange. If we see something or think of something that might be strange, we mm-hmm. talk about it. Yes. We, we look it up and we do minimal research and <laughs> talk about it usually from wikipedia and then we talk shit and it's fun yeah it is a lot of fun it's a shit talking good time with our cow boots up and we like to dance and sing and it's fun except where we don't dance or sing except I, we, I you do. just sang but i did you that doesn't count i guess i haven't sang a song yet for our podcast that no, was a first that was a first maybe. i do sing a lot of songs you guys you don't even know <laughs> especially to my cat uh, yeah, she makes up a lot of songs for her cat. It's almost sickening. It's kind of um, worrying in some ways. Like, you need professional help. No. <laughs> I have my ABC song I sing for her, but it's just about the letter C. Oh. C for Kunti. Yeah. Kunti. I don't know if I should sing it. It's kind of nope. a private thing. That's, keep it to yourself. That's mm-hmm. that's all for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this week we're going to be talking about urban legends, Woo! which I love urban legends, and I had a hard time picking one. I you couldn't. It was a hard time finding one with a story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I did think about, you know, just going for the basic cropsy. Yeah, but Cropsy's I feel like fun. they have that whole documentary, which is yeah. bad. A well, and my favorite thing in the world is an urban legend that's true that turns out to be true. You know, yeah, you hear all these too. stories, and then all of a sudden one day, oh yeah, that's all actually true. So it's like just, that weird clown that would like fucking yeah. like kill kids and shit. Oh wait, yeah, that was John, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. <laughs> <sighs> so true, psycho. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so I did think about doing Cropsy, but then I was like. There's so many documentaries, there's so many articles, there's so many this or that on Cropsy. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to exhaust it quite yet. Um, so I had to like narrow it down to states and I was just like, well, I'm from Washington. So we're going to do an urban legend in Washington. And no, I did not choose Bigfoot. I was wondering. <laughs> no, Bigfoot needs his Can own I episode. Guess? Can I guess what you did? Yeah. Is it the mini Stonehenge? No. Okay. What's the mini Stonehenge? You never heard of that in no. Washington? It's in southern Washington, and they call it the mini Stonehenge, and there's a lot of UFO shit. No. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Jeremy and I were going to, like, do that, but then we ended up moving here, and... Mm. Well, I guess we're just going to have to go see the real Stonehenge. I would like to go back to Washington and do all the things I never got to do. Me too. And even whenever I go back to mm-hmm. visit, I'm just like... I don't have the time to do it, and it sucks. When I so. think about visiting Washington, I only think about seeing just a couple of people, but I just think about the things I want to do. Yeah, but see, my problem is everybody I know is there, and it's just, it's really difficult. So if I do go back up to Washington the mm-hmm. next time, I'm just going to throw a big party for everybody and then spend the and next And not week. show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! And then but we're going to go to the whole rainforest. Yeah! <laughs> But bitches no, but then in spend, hoe like, rainforest. Yeah, bitches in hoe rainforest. No, but then spend, like, the rest of the time just, like, going around and seeing things, you know? Yeah. It's just I lived there my entire life, and I haven't seen even half of it. Oh, I There's should go so up much. in the summertime and go to the lavender farms. Ooh, yes. Up north. 
It's the best. Oh, I cut all the flowers off my lavender except for the ones that weren't bloomed yet, and it made me really sad. Yeah, hey, mine is mine is doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, I've got it all laying on the kitchen counter, trying to dry it out so I can mm -hmm. make lemonade. I'm gonna do that this year too. That'll be so delicious. Lemonade. Okay. Um, but no, it's not the mini Stonehenge. That is not what I picked. That was my guess. I picked the 13 Steps to Hell at the Maltby Cemetery. What? I've never even heard of it. You've never heard of the 13 Steps to Hell? Okay. No. So I heard about this for the first time just a few years ago. Okay. Because when I heard about it for the first time, it was them actually covering up the steps. And where is this at? It's at a cemetery in Maltby. Where's Maltby? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> is it north, south, east, west? It's somewhere. It's I not think it's, it's in Washington. Yeah, I think it's north. I don't know a lot about north. Um, I'm anyways, a southern kind of gal. So there's this tomb there, right? Mm -hmm. And it's got these steps that lead down into it. And the, the legend is that you... I don't remember. Hold on. I've got the article that I'm taking all of this off of, which mm -hmm. I got from... The dumbest website, which is probably actually cracked. the best website. No, it's not Cracked. I do love Cracked. It's scaryforkids.com. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's like when you're 14 years old and you're looking for that kind of stuff online. Like, mm -hmm. you just gained access to the internet. That's the kind of shit that you look for, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the website. Um, so, The 13 Steps is a scary urban legend about Maltby Cemetery in Washington. They say these 13 steps lead down to hell. Just 13 of them? Just 13. Well, 13 is a magic number for that kind of shit. Maybe that's why you need to call before you dig. Probably. That seems a shallow. Gas lines. <laughs> um, the 13 steps down to hell were located in were located in Maltby Cemetery in Washington. Mm -hmm. There used to be a staircase that began at ground level and descended down under the earth. So it's not like you like were up and then it was like on a hill or anything. No, it's like kind of like flat ground and you go down into it almost like a cellar. Okay. Um, the 13 steps of a hell. It was said to be a low grade entrance to the tomb of a wealthy local family. According to the legend, you had to go to the cemetery late at night and walk down these 13 steps. And I couldn't remember if you had, had to do that forwards or backwards, but I think you just did it forwards because if you did it backwards, you'd probably just fall and crack your head open and die and go to hell anyways. Makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Go down, walk the steps. While descending the steps, you wouldn't be able to hear anything. Once you reached the bottom, if you turned around, you would be confronted by the vision of hell. So, it's almost like it cut off all sounds... And everything was just dead quiet. Okay, so you would walk down the steps. Yes. And One. you would be, and you would see hell at the bottom of them? Yeah, when you turned around, you would be confronted with a vision what of hell. What do you mean when you turned around? When you turned around to go back up. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, I, don't turn that's around. That's how I think it. <laughs> no, but that's how I think of it. You know, yeah. you go down the steps. There's obviously nowhere mm -hmm. else to go except for into this tomb. So you turn around to go back up. And you see hell. And you see hell. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying but i wasn't yeah i needed to clarify um they say that the vision would drive you insane those who watched people perform this ritual said that they witnessed the person stop at the bottom turn around and then collapse to their knees in horror according to some reports several children emerged nearly comatose from the steps many of them never uttered another word children yeah like kids were going out to do this like 
Little children? Like, I'm thinking more like teenagers and preteens. Come, little children, I'll take thee away. You know! Of course I know! It's Focus Pocus! Oh, yeah, Bette Midler is a goddess. <laughs> I love yeah. her. Um, I, I feel bad for people who don't love Bette Miller. Yeah, they're douchebags. <laughs> um, let's see here. So, the steps no longer exist. They bulldozed... Motherfucker, I want to go. I know, I know. I want to go to Mont Blah Blah Blah. Um, so as the story goes, this is what, and I'm reading everything off of this one site. As the story goes, this they were bulldozed or filled in with concrete years ago. Since then, there have been severe no trespassing limitations on the cemetery, and even rumors of kids making expeditions late at night to the Maltby Cemetery, armed with shovels, hoping to unearth the 13 steps to hell. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Those kids are like... My friends. They know, <laughs> <laughs> they know what they want. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they do have um, a couple of little stories here. Cool. They're all in quotations. Um, my girl and I, my, my girl and I, my girlfriend and I wanted to see this for ourselves. You have to go down the 13 steps and then you see a little chair. If you sit in the chair, it automatically means that you have sold your soul to the devil. It sounds really creepy. I was at my church with my friend and his pastor said that he went there when he was 16 years old and it was the worst experience of his life. Why? He's a pastor. Well, he wasn't a pastor at 16. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why he's a pastor now. Oh. <laughs> I am going to assume that he had another type of experience down in that dirty little hole. Oh, I didn't say which church he was from. I'm just saying, dirty little hole. <laughs> okay, um, another one. Jesus, I'm like five. <laughs> so this one is longer. This one, That one was only like one paragraph. This one's like three paragraphs. Okay. A group of us headed out to the cemetery in Maltby. We made sure we got there as close to midnight as possible. After about an hour of searching around in the dark, we finally found it, the 13th steps. In the moonlight, you couldn't see the bottom. We tried using a flashlight, and we still could not see the bottom. And that's only 13 steps, mind you. They couldn't see the bottom. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I will um, <laughs> I might slide a mattress down it, but I will not walk down that. <laughs> One of the toddler mattresses that's all plastic, so it slides down a lot easier. Yes. My sister had one of those, and we had carpeted stairs, and we would use that to yes. go downstairs. My I mom, used to have a friend that we would do that. It was fun. Yeah, my mom got so pissed all the time. She was like, stop doing that. You're like, but it's fun, mom. It's great. Anyways, um, it was frightening, and one of the girls was so freaked out that she couldn't even look down into the scare- staircase. I just, I called it a scare case. <laughs> it's the scare case from heck. <laughs> I decided I was going to go for it, but as I walked down the first two steps, I started to feel sick. After the next two steps, I felt lightheaded. When I got to the sixth step, I became so cold that I could barely breathe. And oh, I come could on. Hear... You're almost halfway there. I know. And I could hear muffled yelling and screaming. I was not going any further. I couldn't even take the next step. When I turned to climb back up, I could feel something pushing on my back, and I couldn't see up to my friends clearly. When I finally reached the top of the staircase, I realized the yelling and screaming was coming from my friends. They were screaming that I had disappeared when I went down. I'm six feet tall. I couldn't have been out of sight after only gone down halfway. Um, Needless to say, we were all completely freaked out and got out of there as quickly as possible. (gasps) To this day, every now and then, I dream about the 13 steps that that led down to hell and I always wake up in a cold sweat. Dude, that's scary! Yeah. That's a scary story. Um, oh, there's a note in this article. Yeah. And this is really interesting. I, I kind of skipped over this because I usually skip over things that say note. Yeah. <laughs> 
There is also a 13 Unless steps. Unless it says footnote. <laughs> <laughs> Just read the footnotes. Just read the footnotes. Um, there is also a 13 step cemetery in Palo called Pleasant Ridge Cemetery. There is a set of stairs leading up to the cemetery gate that has 12 steps. But at night, a 13th step is said to appear. Hot dog. I know, right? Is that in Brazil? <laughs> that, I, I don't know where Palo San is. San Paulo? No, it didn't say San Paulo. It just says P-A-L-O, Palo. That sounds boring. And I'm, I don't know where that it's is. Probably in Texas. Pleasant Ridge Cemetery, Palo. I'm going to Google it. So we're going to... Pleasant Ridge. Pleasant... P-L-E-A-S-N. Ridge Cemetery. Palo. Palo. Maybe that's California. Um, I think. There's a Palo Alto. Iowa. Oh. That's like. It's in Iowa. I, I'm pretty sure I'll never go to Iowa. So when you go ever. into Google and type Pleasant Ridge Cemetery Palo, it's. Um, there's a blog spot on 42 North Observations, the haunting of the 13 Stairs Cemetery. Holy shit. That's like one of the very first little things to come up. That one dude's uh, story kind of scared me. Yeah, one seriously, when he disappears, when he disappears he's six foot tall. He's only gone down six steps. I actually kind of freaked me out a little. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, Pleasant Ridge Cemetery, located a few miles north of Palo, Iowa, is a well-known local site of paranormal investigation, and it keeps on growing in ghost hunting love. Let's go. <laughs> but I said I wasn't going to Iowa. Ugh, come on. There's great corn there. I and cows. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck is in Iowa. Where is um, Iowa? It's over in By the, Ohio? Yeah. Yeah, I won't go there either. Why? Well, there's Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. But it's... Um, I can never see myself actually wanting to i would want to go to if go you live to in place. iowa i'm sure it's lovely <laughs> no i would want to go to go to this place um published stories about the site have several themes one theme is that the hilltop cemetery is a source of evp ghost voices which is electronic voice phenomenon hilltop yeah <laughs> another theme if is you're that... from t-town you know what that means <laughs> <laughs> just saying you love that t-town though <laughs> To Compton. <laughs> to Compton. No, no, it's Tillicompton, and then you just have T-Town. Yeah. Yeah, because Tillicom is Tillicompton. Trust me. Tillicom is fucking nasty. My mom lived it there. It has the word come in it I know. for a reason. <laughs> it's disgusting. And, no, my mom lived there in some apartments, and oh. I called her one day, and they were, like, kind of the kind of apartments where you pay $200 every couple of weeks to live there. Ouch. Yeah, and she was like... I was, like, asking her how it was going, and she was, you know, telling me all this stuff. She's like, oh, well, we went to the store and did this, and then I went to the library and did that. Then there was a shooting in the parking lot, and then we went over and we did this at the park. And I was like, what? 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 Don't go outside. Like, ever. And she would tell all these stories of, like, you know, raids going on. The cops would come in and raid different apartments, and they were throwing flashbangs all the time. That's when you knew somebody was getting busted. Did you hear about the little girl that disappeared from there? Her mom was just, like, out of it because, you know, she's from fucking Tillicum. Yeah. And her mom didn't know that her little girl in, like, elementary school um, didn't have school. And so she got her ready for school, had her go to school, and the little girl disappeared. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah, because she didn't know that the little girl didn't have... So she was either a very hardworking, like, single mom and not able to keep up on that shit. Or she was whacked out of her mind. Like, drugged out of her mind. Because yeah. there's a lot of... I don't want to assume, but it's a really bad place. It is a terrible area. I mean, it's right outside of the military base. People get, you know, 
discharged from the military and they have got nowhere to go. And so they just stay there. They're like the Lost Boys. Yeah, they are like the Lost Boys. Poor Lost Boys. We'll have to talk about that one day. <gasps> yeah, the Lost Boys? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. When we talk about cults. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, another theme of, is that of nighttime sightings of a red eye growling dog. Still, others concern floating orbs of light. Like a grim? Maybe. Evidence of past paranormal investigations sometimes litter the property with spent batteries and me- melted candle stumps. Years ago, authorities restricted access to the road directly in front of the cemetery. Reports of patrols near Halloween also helped preserve that, or preserve the intended nature of the graveyard from the curious. Web traffic, red, bleh, fuck. Web traffic to this blog post also increases each year near the end of October. Investigate the site yourself to determine if these haunting claims are true. <laughs> I love that they so, just talked yeah, about all these problems like, that the officials are having. And they're like, like you need to check go. it out. <laughs> um, one unique headstone in the cemetery is that of Thankful Blackburn. Some say she was a self-proclaimed witch who died in 1862. Her name was Thankful <clears throat> Thankful Blackburn. That was like Puritan times when they would name their kids like weird shit, chastity and prudence. And yeah, like they would name them after qualities that they want them to have. Yeah, I almost feel like that would have like the opposite effect. Like I knew a few chastities and they were sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they were fun girls. <clears throat> don't get me wrong, but. Um. Her now flat laying marker provides a folksy warning to the rest of us. And it says, remember, friends, as you pass by, what you are now, so once was I. What I am now, so you must be. Prepare in life to follow me. (laughs) I I like it. I like it, too. I want to meet this thankful. I do, too. Okay, so I just had a thought. Okay. So right now we're going through this this baby name phase of people, like, naming their kids, like, old-fashioned names from, like... I don't know, like, like, like Victorians. <laughs> I'm saying, what if we had like a Puritan name, like Uprising? Oh man, that would be like terrible oh. and hysterical all at once. It would be so tragic. <laughs> if fucking if Madeline gives me my grandbaby and it's named some dumb shit, <laughs> no, it's gonna be like okay, my grandma, she's like nuts, and my grandfather was in the military. Is this the grandma that I met? Crazy grandma, the one that's really shepherd. funny. Yeah, hysterical. Yeah, I love her. She's she's funny, you guys. She wears red lipstick every day, and she always has, <laughs> like, black on and leopard, and she loves anything with sparkles. And she will tell you how it is, no matter what it is. There was she's one time where somebody straight. was in the bathroom, but she had to pee, and she's like, I don't care if you're still in there. I'm on my way. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I've seen it all before. Yeah. <laughs> um, she used to be a trucker, and her favorite band is Pink Floyd. Hell yeah. So, Grandma, um, she was, like kind of nuts i'll have to tell you guys stories about my grandma but my mother's name was afton and while my grandfather which is like a name in my grandfather's side of the family and she decided she didn't like that name when he was gone on leave and just started calling my mom marna (laughs) which is a fucking weird name anyway right no and so now everybody calls my mom marna because when she was a toddler that's what my grandmother decided her name was going to (laughs) be even though her legal name is afton i know and i was so confused because i didn't know any of that yeah and when we first like moved down here to be close to your mom i just always knew her as marna 
And I had like come over to the house for something and I was picking up, I got the mail and I grabbed the mail and I don't look at other people's mail. That's not my mail. I will happily grab mm-hmm. it for you, but I'm not going to look at it. Oh, I open then, other people's mail all the time. <laughs> and, then there, <laughs> no, I don't. and then there was a package on the porch and I picked it up and I'm like, who the fuck is Afton? <laughs> I like walk in saying that and I can hear Marna like from, that's me. <laughs> I'm yep. like, oh, okay. And you want to know the funny thing? So Afton, very unusual, very old fashioned name. Yeah. She was going to have her name changed. And um, then she met my dad and they got married and she found out his dad's name, his mom's name was Afton. That's perfect. So she wasn't allowed to change her name because it would upset her mother-in-law. Oh, God. So she was fucked with it. <laughs> and by the time my grandma passed or wouldn't have cared, she was like, It's too late now. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I mean, everybody calls you Marna. Mm-hmm. There's no need to, hi, Marna. There's Because I know she listens. There's no need to change your name. You, everybody's going to call you that. Yeah, it's going to be like people are going to have like a moment of confusion if they pick up a package for you. <laughs> for the first time but it's really not that big of a deal just funny little anecdote of where i came from <laughs> these jeans and plus changing name changing names is hard like i haven't even changed my last name and i've been married for a year and a half really people yeah. still call me stevie yeah every now and then I, I think about calling you stevie but for some reason i keep like shorthanding kristen and i keep calling you chris i'm sorry that's okay i don't mind it's like chris Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I've never felt like my name actually matched me. You know, like, um, do you ever feel like that? When yeah. Like Brittany, it's weird. It is weird. I don't like it. I've never really liked my name. I'm not going to go through and change it because that's just going to be too I'm much of a hassle. I fine, but I've just never thought of myself as Kristen. I don't see myself as an old ass woman in a fucking nursing home with a name like Brittany, you know? Call me Mabel. Let's just start calling you Mabel. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, I like that name too. Is that your old lady name, Mabel? Um, no, I had a different old lady name. I just I don't remember what it was. It was. I have uh, a pirate name, but not an old lady name. What was it? It was something cool because then they could call me something else, and it was it worked out really well. I don't fucking remember. I'd be a good Iris. I think you would be a good Iris. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see you just fine. Get it? Uh, <laughs> Stop looking at my glasses all weird. Now I'm looking at your irises. Stop looking at my irises all I'm weird. I'm going to plant irises oh, in God. my garden. What kind? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> this week from Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Just kidding. He'd eat them. <laughs> Anyways. Did you think of Shrek? No, where he talks about the eyeballs and he likes having the jelly on toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of Shrek is when he takes the earwax out of his ear to make a candle. Pretty much every favorite part of mine for Shrek is anything with Donkey in it. Yeah. Fucking love that guy. Donkey's amazing. And it's Donkey. really funny that he like falls in love and has babies with a dragon. <laughs> it drives you every nuts. And I was like, hey. It's like, yeah. I was like, do you want to watch Shrek? It's like, no, no, I don't want to fucking watch Shrek. You know, I just watched it six months ago. And I'm like, but I love it. You can come watch it with me and Ariel anytime. Okay, I do anytime. like it. Because I like Shrek. Ariel loves Shrek. Um, it's just, it's a good time. It's so funny. I remember when it came out when I was a kid, and it was just Lord Farquaad. Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad is just he's hilarious and my big thing is too is when the movies came out I was a little bit older I was a teenager and I've always like loved John Lithgow as an actor and so <gasps> he's one of my faves I know he he's the so versatile and it's just, yeah like Dexter 
Oh, come on. The Trinity Killer. Oh, Wasn't man. he the Trinity? He was the Trinity yeah. Killer. And that was just so intense. I had a hard time watching that because I, I loved him so much. I did too because he was very convincing. And he so convincing. some shit up. If you haven't watched Dexter, do it. Oh, my gosh. And then watch Trial and Error because that shit was hilarious. I never watched Trial and okay, Error. Okay, so what you have to do is if you haven't seen The Staircase yet about the staircase murders, mm-hmm. don't watch Trial and Error. Okay. Watch The Staircase first. It's all on YouTube. I found it the watch, staircase yeah watch the staircase first you're gonna have to text me something yeah and then you go through and you watch trial and error and it is just trial and error is kind of like they're making a mockumentary out of the staircase, the staircase. and it's just so funny it is hilarious i love john lithgow i do love I john really lithgow do. he is just he is incredible everything i've ever seen him in i've it, i've thoroughly enjoyed yeah i mean it's just He's, it's not that he's a handsome man. Like it's just that he's very. Could, should include him in a very high necked <laughs> turtleneck holding a skull. Yes. Yes. With like the Bill Gates. Octobre. Yeah. With the Bill Gates black and white. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Not Bill Gates. Steve Jobs, you're right. Wouldn't that be funny if Bill Gates started wearing black turtleneck? Oh everywhere? my God. People would be fuck. They would lose their minds. It'd be hysterical. That would be so ridiculous. Hey. Mr. Gates. Invest in some nice black turtlenecks. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but no, it's just, it's not the fact that obviously he's not like the most handsome man in the world, John Mm -hmm. Lithgow, but he is so just incredibly talented. Yeah. I mean. He's believable. He is very believable. Yeah. He is so believable. Sometimes they just put somebody like hot in a role and you're just like, why? You know, I thought that's what they were doing with This Is Us with that actor dude. I can't remember his name because it's been so long since I watched it. This Is Us. Which one is that? The one with the twins and the life story and the adopted kid and Mandy Moore's in it. Oh, I did not watch that. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. When? It was on all last season. Did we watch it together? No. You watched it on your own. I did? Anyways, he was the Manny. I didn't watch this. You did watch this. I know you did because you would be like, this is too much. Because it was really emotional. Oh. And that's why I blocked it out. <laughs> probably. <laughs> anyway, so they put this really, you know, great looking guy in this in this role. And I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those characters. That's fine. There's so many other characters to concentrate mm-hmm. on. And his character has become one of my favorites. Hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It's really good. It's that one that flashes back and forth between like now and the 70s. And it's got the guy from Gilmore Girls. Nope. Come I on. never watched that shit, man. Yes, you have. Maybe you... Maybe Madeline did. Maybe. I don't know, but you should watch that, too. It's really good. How did this become a podcast about TV shows? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, I'm pretty much done with my Urban Legend because okay. there wasn't... There's, you know, obviously a bunch of, like, I saw a couple of Reddit threads with a bunch of different stories and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But that's all stuff that everybody can go look at that are wrong. And that's the 13 Steps to Hell at the Maltby Cemetery in Maltby, Washington. I liked it. I it M-A-L-T-B-Y. That's how you spell Maltby. M as in Mary. How did they come up with that name? I don't know. I don't, I don't name towns. Do you think it was an Indian name? No. I think it was a... I'm sorry, Native American. Yeah. <laughs> BPC, okay. Sorry. No, I think... I don't... I honestly don't know. I mean... I don't know. How, how did they come up with a lot of names that were Up weren't? there? A lot of them Well, Native I know, American. I know, but that aren't Native American. I don't know. Like, Around here, it's the Book of Mormon. Yeah. 
Like, what the hell does... What, what does even, like, Leverkin mean? Oh, Leverkin does not mean anything. I know. Either. But I really do want to start my own business called Leverkin Gherkins, and it'll be a pickle company. All right, let's do it. Because Gherkins I'll do all vinyl cutting, because I got a new vinyl cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's going to be in my marketing department. I am. Because mm -hmm. my husband finally let me get a vinyl cutter. So I'm going to read you a story. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, let me um put the feet up here and... Wiggle around a little bit. Wiggle that butt. Ugh. Yeah, wiggle, wiggle, got the wiggle, beard. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. I used to that with Ariel when she was a baby. I would have her stand up on my legs and I would grab her hands and I'd just wiggle her back and forth and she loved it. And then when I would do that and I would do it in public because like it got her to calm down. But like that was before we started doing the wiggle, wiggle, wiggle song. And instead I would do shaking baby syndrome and she would be so happy and laughing and I would get so many dirty looks. <laughs> it was the only way <laughs> to calm her down. That's laugh about Brittany. Well, it was the only way to calm her down. It made her so happy. <laughs> I tried it with other, like, with other, like, words and things like That's that. That's I used to calm my babies down too. With shaking baby syndrome. syndrome. Obviously, obviously, I did not give her shaking baby syndrome. I so did it very far, <laughs> no effects. Tayton just likes to drink from the dog bowl, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's just his way. Oh, God. All those poor babies that actually get shaking baby syndrome. I know. We're, we're totally not laughing at the we're babies. Asked, no, I'm not laughing at them. I'm just... Oh, God. <laughs> I feel so awful. The people who did that to them are monsters. Yes, they're monsters. They're not always the moms. Yeah, right. Usually they're boyfriends who are high on I drugs. I know, fuckers. Okay, we'll talk about that another okay, time. Okay, yep. <laughs> another time. Would you I'm want a scary really story? Sad. Yes. Okay. Should we turn off the lights? Ooh. No. No. Because I have to be able to read. Because then I'll just be making shit up. That's true. And who knows where that'll go. It's probably end <laughs> up with cats. Oh, okay. Okay, this is about the Russian sleep experiment. <gasps> Do you know about this? Yes! Okay, I'm going to read to you. Okay. Okay. And I'm reading you word for word from this article that I got because the person who wrote this out did it fucking perfect. Good Hell job, yeah. person. I don't know who you are, but if you are <laughs> listening, you did a really great job. Good job. You don't have the website or anything? Oh, maybe. Oh, I fucked some shit up. Yeah, you did. What's that? What's that? No, that's wrong. Oh. Did you find I, it on Wikipedia? No. I found this on some random website, and then I just copy and pasted and printed. Plagiarizing. I did. Okay. Well, at least you're not actually taking credit for it. You're saying that somebody else deserves credit. Yes, this is somebody <laughs> else, and I don't know who you are, so good job. Okay. So, the Russian sleep experiment, and here we go. Okay. Okay. Toward <laughs> the end of the 1940s, Soviet researchers sealed five prison inmates in an airtight chamber and dosed them with an experimental stimulant gas to test the effects of prolonged sleep deprivation. Yes. Their behavior was observed via two-way mirrors and their conversations monitored electronically. They were promised their freedom if they could go without sleep for 30 days. Fuck. Sounds very 1940s. It does, it? yeah. Those fuckers. There's probably Agent Orange that actually put it into... Yeah, I think that was the 60s. I know, but you don't know how long they've been around for. Yeah, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. The first few days passed uneventfully. By the, by the fifth day, however, the subjects began showing signs of stress and were overheard bemoaning their circumstances. They stopped conversing with their fellow inmates, choosing instead to whisper compromising information about one another into the microphones, apparently in an effort to win the favor of the researchers. Paranoia set in. Yeah. On the ninth day, the screaming began. First one subject, then another was observed running around the chamber, screaming for hours on end. 
Equally disconcerting was the behavior of the choir of subjects who began ripping apart the books they'd been given to read, smearing the pages with feces and plastering them over the mirrored windows so their actions could no longer be observed. Then, just as suddenly, the screaming stopped. The subjects ceased communicating altogether. Three days passed without a sound from inside the chamber. Fearing the worst, the researchers addressed them via the intercom. We are opening the chamber to test the microphones, they said. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. A voice from inside answered, we no longer want to be freed. (gasps) Two more days passed without contact of any kind as the scientists debated what to do next. Finally, they decided to terminate the experiment. At midnight on the 15th day, the stimulant gas was flushed from the chamber and replaced with fresh air in preparation for the subject's release. Far from being pleased at the prospect of leaving, the subjects began screaming as if in fear for their lives. They begged to have the gas turned back on. Instead, the researchers unsealed the door to the chamber and set alarmed, or sorry, they sent armed soldiers inside to retrieve them. Nothing could have repaired them for the carnage they witnessed upon entering. One subject was found dead, laying face down in six inches of bloody water. Chunks of his flesh had been torn off and stuffed into the floor drain. All the subjects had been severely mutilated, in fact. Even worse, the wounds appeared to be self-inflicted. No! They had ripped open their own abdomens and disemboweled themselves with their bare hands. Ew! Some had even eaten their own flesh. Ew! The four who were still alive seemed terrified of falling asleep and refused to leave the chamber, again pleading with the researchers to turn the gas back on when the soldiers attempted to remove the inmates by force they fought back so ferociously they couldn't believe their eyes one suffered a ruptured spleen and lost so much blood there was literally nothing left for his heart to pump yet continued flailing for a full three minutes until his lifeless body collapsed oh my god the remaining subjects were restrained and transported to a medical facility for treatment the first to be operated on fought so furiously against being an anesthetized, anesthetized <laughs> that he stirred muscle that he tore muscles and broke bones during the struggle. As soon as the anesthetic took effect, his heart stopped and he died. Oh my god. The rest underwent surgery without sedation. Fuck. Jesus. Nope. Far from feeling any pain, however, they laughed hysterically on the operating table. So hysterically that the doctors, perhaps fearing for their own sanity, administered a paralytic agent to immobilize them. After the surgery, the, sur- the survivors were asked why they had mutilated themselves and why they so desperately wanted to go back on the stimulant gas. Each in turn gave the same enigmatic answer. I must remain awake. The researchers considered euthanizing them to obliterate every trace of the failed experiment, but were overruled by their commanding officer who ordered that it be resumed immediately with three of the researchers joining the inmates in the sealed chamber. Horrified, the chief researcher pulled out a pistol and shot the commanding officer point blank. He then turned and shot one of the two surviving subjects. Aiming his gun at the last one left alive, he asked, what are you? I must know. Have you forgotten so easily? The subject said, grinning. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis 
polarisis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher fired a bullet into his heart. The EEG monitor flatlined as the subject murmured these last words. So nearly free. Oh my god. Can we yeah. just like save this to read to the kids when we go camping? Yes, <laughs> we can. That, that was really well written. Yeah, it was. Okay. That's why I was like, damn. Like, so we know that people have to have sleep. Yeah, obviously. Like me, I'm tired right now. I'm just yawning. <laughs> so it's kind of a question though. What would we do without 15 or more days without natural downtime? Um, what would we do? I think. Um, what's the words? The words that I don't form because obviously I didn't get very much sleep last night. Um, I think you'd start to hallucinate, and then you you know you keep getting those like little rushes of adrenaline, and then I think all those like little rushes of adrenaline are eventually going to start affecting your organs, mm -hmm. and you know you're hallucinating, so you don't think anything of it, and I think it's just going to keep all like domino affecting all the way down. I don't think it would be that severe which obviously that's an urban legend yeah i don't think that's true but that i don't think it would be that severe but i think it would still be pretty medically bad and it would end up killing you or causing pretty severe brain damage well i agree i think you'd go fucking insane yeah period like you would just go nuts and um, there's actually no evidence that this had actually ever taken place mm -hmm. but we do have the results of a 1964 high school science fair project in which the effects of prolonged sleep deprivation were monitored by a bona fide sleep researcher from stanford university and a professor of neuropsychiatric medicine by default has come to be considered one of the most seminal studies in the field wow yes and um the world record is in 11 days without sleep this guy's randy gardner uh, from high school, from Point Loma High School in San Diego, California. Um, 11 days for the Guinness World Records. And he suffered bouts of dizziness, memory loss, slurred speech, hallucinations, hallucinations, thank you. I speak English. <laughs> and even paranoia over the course of the 264-hour experiment. Yeah. But he never um, did anything resembling extreme behaviors. Um allegedly observed by the Russian researchers. <clears throat> and then when it was done, he slept for like 14 hours. Yeah. And he awoke feeling rested and alert, and there was no ill effects. So incredible that it only takes 14 body. hours of sleep after 11 days of no sleep. Yep. And you want to know what sucks about that kid? He never actually was listed in the Guinness Book of World Records because he missed the, sub the submission deadline. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. What the fuck? So, the most recent title holder in that category before uh, the Guinness re actually retired risky behaviors, they don't encourage that anymore, mm -hmm. was a Maureen Weston of Cam Cambridgeshire, England, who stayed awake for 18 days and 17 hours during a rocking chair marathon in 1977. A rocking chair that marathon. That seems like a sleep bus. Oh, my God. That's such a UK thing. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't, like, rip open her own antibiotics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they also, to be so fair, didn't have that pasta. gas in the air. So I don't know who wrote it, but this was a creepy That's pasta. definitely a creepy pasta. But I, that was a good story, right? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that one, too. I thought it was really fucking <clears> cool. <throat> I'm kind of on this thing with Russians lately. I think they're this whole, like, not like the Russian culture, but I really have been into, like, 
like Russian society, like in yeah. the early 1900s time. I just find that to be a really interesting time period. I've always wanted to learn to speak Russian because I think to me, it's one of the more beautiful languages. I yeah. just, I love how deep and like, <coughs> I see you. Thank I love you. how like deep and almost like aggressive it is. That's beautiful. Just like it's, but, but it's, it, it, yeah, but it flowers and it flows and it's just, to me, it's just wonderful. And I would love to learn how to speak it. And with a lot of people, their languages are like, oh no, the French, oh no, Italian, oh no, Spanish. They're all like the most romantic. And I'm like, no, dude, Russian speaks to my heart. <laughs> like, Nobody I says remember, German. Well, there was one time when I was working at the uh, casino gift shop, gift shop, these two guys came in and they looked fine and they were very handsome. And um, they started speaking and they're like speaking this beautiful throaty Russian and I just fell in love <laughs> and I wanted to make all of their babies. I didn't care if they were in a mob or not. That was not <laughs> a problem for me. I mean, they came in wearing those, like, tight black shirts. And Are you sure they weren't jumpsuits? <clears throat> I'm sure they weren't jumpsuits. Okay. But um, they just were very, like, after that, I was just like, I want all of you on top of me. Right <laughs> Let's now. Let's do this. <laughs> but I just, I, I love Russians. I think they're wonderful. Except for, you know, those naughty, naughty ones. Yeah. There's some fucking weird killers, like Russian killers. Yeah. And um, there's this one show. I don't know if it's on Netflix or not about the world's most dangerous prisons. And one of them is spotlighted is in Russia. Really? That's some scary fucking shit. Yeah, that would be terrifying. It's not. I don't know. There's something about that culture where if you decide to become a hardened criminal, you are just like fucking psychotic. Yeah. You're psychotic. You have to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, why else? I mean, why else would you do that? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. It's just... <clears throat> Maybe it's just my Americanized um, preconceived mm -hmm. notions. Yeah, that could be it, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Cold War baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just really naive. Yeah. You know, and, I, and it's not that I'm naive... I, I choose to be naive yeah. about a lot of things because I feel like because I'm so emotional about so many things, I have such, like, I've been struggling with my anxiety for years and all that other wonderful stuff. If I let myself be not naive, if I smarten myself up about a lot of things, my anxiety would skyrocket and I wouldn't be able to breathe anymore. <laughs> I want to know every detail about everything. <laughs> no, not me. I oh, don't. Yeah, I do. I want to know it all. I don't. I don't care how horribly bad it is. I want to know. Nope. Every time I see another post about, like, a bombing in Syria, I have to immediately scroll away because I can't handle it. I can't. It's just, it's ridiculous. I, I can't do it. It pisses me off. There's, like, certain things that you can't unknow when you start looking into different... I can't watch Madagascar movies. 3 because I ball my eyes out. Or no, Madagascar 2 because I ball my eyes out within the first 10 minutes. Only ever watched Madagascar 1. That's how I was with Up. I lost my shit. Oh my god, I won't even watch Up. I lost my I won't. Shit. I've never seen it and I won't. You've never seen it? No, I never oh won't. Oh my god, it's so sweet. Because I will ball my eyes out. That, just like the first 10 minutes, you're... You're okay, fucking so then I'll watch everything after the first 10 minutes. No, I'll watch it with you. No. Mm, it'll be fun. No. A dog doesn't die, does that What help? did you, what were you watching the other day that you were crying at? Alana. That, 
Oh my god, it was Moana. You were crying. I was. Adorable. I love Grandma. No, but I think there was another one that we watched that you were crying at, too. I've been crying a lot lately. Yeah. Not uh, But definitely, you cried at Moana. Yeah, that grandma was pretty badass. I cried when I took Alan to go see the Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. When oh. Keiko lost Rue, I lost it. What was, was I took, Yeah, I know. I took Ariel to go see a movie at the theaters, and I was, like, crying. I think mm-hmm. it was... um. <laughs> oh, when we went to go see Inside Out, I cried because of Bing Bong. Oh, Bing the Bong. The imaginary friend Bing Bong was really sad and I got really upset. It was like, there was like other moms around too and I was like trying really hard not to cry and then I saw one blubbering like an idiot and I was like, okay, it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still tried to play it cool. Like, mm-hmm, I'm not wiping off a tear or anything. <laughs> It was it was a good movie. I really like that movie. Inside Out. Yeah, it was cute. It was really cute. I finally got around to watching it, and I was like, "This is okay." Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's a great movie. It gives um, kids a lot of great tools with dealing with their emotions, mm-hmm. and to be able to identify that. And Ariel does that every now and then. Um, she'll be like, "Well, I'm like purple, like fear or whatever it is," and or I don't remember. But she'll use it every now and then, and I, I'll know what she's talking about, like, as she's saying it. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember right now because I'm drinking. It's like whenever I used to watch Days of Our Lives, and then people would say, well, what happened? And I'd be like, I don't know, the but same I'll know thing exactly what happened. Yesterday. Well, no, it's funny, because all this weird shit happens, and so much happens in one episode, but yet nothing happens. Yeah. And so, like, but you know exactly where it left off, like, the next day when you start watching it, but when you try to talk about it, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You can't verbalize it. <laughs> My grandma used to make me watch soap operas all the time because she loves her soap operas. All Dude, of them. I loved Days of Our Lives. I, I haven't watched it in years and years. Yeah. Nope. I, I would just be there and she would turn on her soap operas and watch five minutes of it. Then she would go outside to use the leaf blower, leaving the soap operas on. I would go to change the channel. She'd come back in. Hey, I was watching that. No, you weren't. You were just outside <laughs> on the other side of the property using your goddamn leaf blower. <laughs> she was tele- telekinesis. Is that telekinesis? I don't know what that is. That was just Tell us gra- something. That was just my grandma being really mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Making me watch her stories. Gotta watch my stories. Oh, God. I just, I don't like soap operas or, I, I just, I can't get into them. I prefer sitcoms because they're fucking hilarious. I love hilarious. sitcoms. <laughs> And uh, I like, I don't know, I like A lot of them TV just got, shows. got canceled. Like, this is the uh, season where they announced all the cancellation. I know. And a lot of them got canceled. Well, luckily, it sounds like um, a couple of my favorites made it through. So, just not a couple more of my favorites. Like, I'm losing Sleepy Hollow. I'm well, losing... Well, it's hard. TV's becoming a dying I know. breed a little bit. But they've really revamped it. They really have. But it's like, I'm losing... So, Sleepy Hollow, I'm losing... I'm losing... Last Man Standing. Which is so funny. Um, and then there was, like, one more, but it's, I didn't really care that much about that one. And then on the fence for a while, they actually had um, Timeless on the fence for a while, which I love that show. Um, um, did they cancel it? No. Jeremy and I started watching it, and then we have a bunch of them recorded, but we just haven't watched no, them. No, there was, like, this big petition, like, save our shows, and Timeless was at the very top of that list, so they went ahead and renewed it. Um, mm-hmm. And then they were also on the fence about making history. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the funniest shows that I've ever seen in my entire life. And they're still not sure whether or not they're going to cancel it, I think, at this point. And that's the show that Karen Kilgariff produces. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. that is that is the funniest thing. Like, it is so, like, dumb. It's hilarious. It's just... And it's like... She's <sighs> also... Uh, I noticed you had... Um... I don't know how much she's written for Portlandia, and that's like one of yeah, my favorite shows. Yeah, she's time. written a lot for Portlandia. She is also on the um, talk show game show, mm-hmm. 
Which I don't watch game shows, really. I haven't mm. watched that either, but I bet it's funny. Yeah, I bet it is. I mean, I watched Jeopardy. Does Jeopardy count? Yeah, that's a game show. I fucking love Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy. Alex Trebek yeah. is my god. Alex Tribeca. Alex Tribeca. No, Alex Trebek. I love Alex Trebek. That, he's like, and it's funny, but people will try to make a joke, and he's like, and moving on. Yeah, he's like, um, <laughs> He doesn't even care. No. Anyways, who like let this clown on Vanna you? White. Like, when these people are gone, like... What are we going to do? I don't well, know. Well, it's like when we lost Bob Barker, and we got Drew Carey. Spray and neuter your pets. <laughs> spray? Spay. You spay. Said, said, yeah, I did say spray. You said spray. Well, no, the pets spray. That's why you spay. Oh, okay. No, but it's spay <laughs> and neuter. Anyways, spay. so we lost Bob Barker, and we get Drew Carey as a replacement and honestly i think because i've watched you know quite a few episodes since drew carey's been um hosting mm-hmm. uh, i used to watch right? it every single day yeah i got too. really good at it there yeah. for a minute <laughs> but i think they they did a pretty good job with drew carey he's no bob barker he's definitely bob not bob barker no he's but definitely different he's doing a great job and drew carey's old now and doesn't really have much else going for him yeah but he does he does he does really well and i like that hey i just read this gossip gossipy thing about johnny depp and how much financial issues he's having right now yeah i i can't really like i don't take any sort of entertainment or i don't i like to read about entertainment though (laughs) well i don't take in any entertainment and i don't get any sort of satisfaction from like reading tabloids or i used to read us like every week you know and i used to too and then i just realized one day i was sitting there and i was like i don't even know who these fucking people are in in their real lives i know the characters that they've played i know this or that yeah their their life is their life i don't give a fuck and i really Mm -hmm. like it's an escape, you know? Yeah. Well, there was this one... I don't do it anymore, but I like... I don't know. Yeah. I like to, If I see it online or something... I'll well, there was this like, one idiot that I used to work with at the hotel, and that was all she loved to do was talk about celebrity gossip, and I'm like... Like, it was real? Yeah, and I'm like, do you even know these people? I knew like, this one girl. I didn't realize people were so fucking stupid until I knew this one girl, and she... <laughs> I hope you're not listening. <laughs> if she, even if she was listening, she wouldn't know I'm fucking talking about yeah. her. Anyway, she would like sit there and talk to me when it was when like the hills were big, and she'd be like, "Oh my god, last night on the hills, I was so upset. I'm just upset. Lauren is being such a bitch." And I'm like, "These people, they're not real. They're characters." But no, she took it like God's honest truth. <sighs> And I was like, you are fucking dumb. So here's the thing, too, though. It's like, I'm really attached to some shows like Grey's Anatomy. I have been watching Grey's Anatomy for years. I rewatch it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of rewatching it right now. My son loves that show. It's I, it's my fault that he loves that show. And I'm sorry, but no, I'm not sorry. Okay. Don't be sorry. I actually, I used to watch it all the way up until the writer's strike. And then I stopped watching yeah. it. And um, I don't do anything with that one blonde bitch. What's her name? Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Well, she's gone after a while. Anyways. Yeah, I don't like her. She's dumb. So, yeah, she's gone after she's a while. She's a dumb, anyways. dumb head. But anyway, so I, I'm I'm invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. And last week, there was a new episode that just aired. And we're coming to the end of the 13th season here. And Why are they going to end it? Never. Don't uh, say these things. They are going to do this forever. <laughs> they should do this forever. Because <laughs> um, I, I love Grey's Anatomy. As long as Ellen Pompeo is in is in for it, then they're going to keep doing it. And that's fine by me. So, Who's that? Um, the one who plays uh, Meredith Grey. 
Oh, gotcha. So, anyways, last week, this, there's, like, one episode left until the end of the season. And last week's episode was just, I'm so invested. I'm watching this, and then they're watching that. And something really awful happens. It's a terrible episode. <laughs> and then something really, like, confusing happens. And I'm sitting there, and I'm in a cold sweat. I'm shaking, and I'm, like, getting ready to bawl my eyes out because I'm very invested in all of these characters. And, like... I'm like that for a couple of minutes after, like, the episode ends, and then I moved on and I watched The Big Bang Theory. It's all about being able to move on, people. <laughs> you know what? I but I do, I, I understand getting invested in characters and things She's like that. He's really invested in that show as well. Yeah. And um, one time, I just happened to get, I'm such a mean mom, it fucking <laughs> cracks me up. So, like, he was like, uh, he he was like, okay, do not, because I was like, oh, I, I caught the last five minutes, oh. and he's like... What? And it was like some big, like crazy thing was supposed to happen. And, you know, and, and I was like, ooh, I was like, so you know who dies, right? And he's like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I was like, yeah, they're in the middle of their, because I saw the last five minutes. And so I knew what had happened. And I basically just made up a bunch of shit. Yeah. So whenever he watched it, it was totally not as bad as he was anticipating. The funny thing is, is I totally have done that to him a couple of times. Yeah. To Grayson, I, I totally described the scene. And he's like, oh my God, this is the scene. It's going to happen. He's going to die. And I was like, and I just told him it was just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But I just and then everything ends up being okay. Yeah. And he, was, he came to me next day he was like oh man you really upset me I was like all right did my job as a parent oh that was so funny yeah I've done that to him a couple of times with Grey's Anatomy especially when like he first started watching it and he was like trying to catch up to me and all that other stuff which obviously he can't do because he has to go to school and I had no job <laughs> so yeah I'm like oh so you're at the episode with the bomb right yeah man that doesn't really turn out very good for Meredith at all and he's like are you kidding me <laughs> It's like, oh, dude, she's fine. That's so funny. It was just, it was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. And I was reading. I do that to Madeline a lot, too. Maybe that's why kids are nervous. Maybe. Maybe that's why Madeline flinches from you all the time. I know. That makes me so mad how she does that. Or, like, sometimes I'll hug her in public and she'll act like she's crying loudly. <laughs> Pisses me off. I'll, like, be holding her and she's like. <laughs> like all loud and strange where I'm like in the meat department people are like looking at me I'm like you are a brat <laughs> you just need to learn how to embrace it yeah she makes me laugh but sometimes when she flinches for me that makes me mad why that's what like abused dogs do Ariel doesn't and I don't abuse her well maybe you do Mark doesn't and I don't abuse him anymore <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, and on that note. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, any ideas on what we're going to do for the next episode? I do not know. Uh, medical mysteries? <laughs> that I like could, it. That could get interesting. That could get really interesting. Let's do that. Yeah, medical, medical mysteries. mysteries. Let me, um, I don't have a good pen. I'm here. sure I'll text you in five days and be like, what were what we, we going to talk about again? Oh. Um, medical mysteries. Medical mysteries. Oh, my pen. Okay. It's the medical mystery tour. Here, you can use a Wait, it's pen. working. It's red and it's perfect. This gave it the inspiration that it needed to move correctly. Medical mysteries. 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 I feel like my handwriting has gotten better with age. It's only going to go downhill from here. <laughs> okay, so the next episode is going to be medical mysteries. Um. We're coming up on, when's this going to air? Probably closer to Memorial Day. That'll be cool. Yeah. And we can talk about when we'll record. Yeah. You got some family coming in. Oh, God, yeah. 
It's going to be fun. I think the next time we're going to have to record is... In a couple weeks. Going to have to be in a couple of weeks, but we I might think... have to make time to do I'm, it. Tell them, like, hey, we need an hour. Yeah, like, just... We just need an hour. I don't um, think it'll be bad. They're going to be here for a couple weeks. Yeah, then that, that's that's not the problem. The problem is just having a place to record, because they're oh, going to be in here. That's right. Um, so I was... Uh, maybe if we can kick everybody out of the house, we can just do it in the living room yeah, or something. That's good. We'll send them to a movie or something. Yeah, that's good. Yay! Figured Take it out. family out. Yay! <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm, I'm actually very excited to see them. I love my in-laws. I think they're wonderful people. I think it's awesome. But um, it's just trying to get everything figured out after the fact. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, guys. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Catch we, you on the flip side. We love all four of you. You're great. Yeah, now we don't have that one <laughs> listener anymore. We have four of you. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all right. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. Love you. See you soon. Hey everyone, it's Brittany here. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to another episode of the All Things Strange podcast. I just wanted to let you know that we are all across social media doing everything that we can to get the word out. We do have our email um, all set up. So if you want to set in suggestions or if we're not on a platform that you want to listen to us on, I can do my best to get us on there. So the email is allthingsstrangepodcast at gmail.com. We are also All Things Strange Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. On Twitter, we are All Strange Pod um, because apparently All Things Strange Podcast was way too many letters for that specific platform. I mean, you only get so many. Um, But please go follow us on all those social medias. I'm going to try to be a lot more active on them because I want to hear from you guys and I want you to like see what we're doing all the time and everything like that. Make sure to share the posts with your friends, like, subscribe, rate, comment, be a part of our little family here because we want to grow. We want things to be amazing for you guys. We really do appreciate you um, with our like four listeners out there. I know we don't have very many, but it's cool. You're one of us. You're, you know, you're here with us at the beginning. We love you. We appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. And we'll talk to you later.